Okay, Lady Ina, what is this? Hey, everybody, and welcome to a special edition of Show and Tell. This is not just a show and tell where people from around the world come by and show off their projects with their hacking, making, 3D printing, crafting, sewing, or soldering. It's also where we're going to be chatting with Sophie from Hackaday and the Hackaday Prize, as well as announcing the winner of the Hackaday Feather contest, Take Flight with Feather, yeah. that wrapped up at the beginning of this year. So let's uh, kick it off by adding All right. Sophie. First up, hello, Sophie. Hi, Sophie. Hi, hello. nice to see you guys. Thanks, thanks for having me on the show. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for all of your work that you do throughout the year with Supercon and Supply Frame and Hackaday.io, and uh, especially for the Take Flight with Feather contest, which had, I think, some of the fastest amount of entries in the shortest period of time, and then all the cool stuff that came out. Uh, maybe you can talk a little bit about what it was, and then maybe you can announce the, the one of the winners. Oh, I was, I was thinking that you would announce the winners. But no, 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 it's all you. Happy to do it. Um, so way back in November, I think, Phil and more, we all started talking about ways that we could collaborate together. And DigiKey came in to sponsor a contest. And so we came up with this idea where we would ask the community to come up with the feather form factor. And we had, I think we had like 20 entries by the end of the first week. And yeah. people from the particle community and from the Adafruit community, there were so many people who were very excited about this. And we extended the contest through the holidays to let people have a chance to work on it, which I think was, I think that was your idea, Phil. That was a good idea. Good idea. Because during the holidays, like usually things are pretty quiet, but yeah. there were a lot of people working. Very motivating. Yeah, there was also a lot of feathers. Um, feathers in OpenSpec, a lot of people were using it um, from SparkFun, the particle to you name it. There's, if you're an electronics company, you might have a feather wing. So there was a lot of, I think, like pent up, like where can I show this off? Because um, you know, I'm, I'm using it, I'm selling it on Tindy, or um, it's in the awesome feather list, or Adafruit has seen it, but where, where else can it go? And some people even had things they already made on Adafruit.io, uh, sorry, on Hackaday.io. Yep. So many IOs. Uh, Hackaday.io, as a project they already built, so they were able to quickly enter it. So it, it worked out really well. Yeah, really. I mean, when we had something like 85, maybe 87 entries, there were a couple of people who entered who were part, um, like my brother entered, for example. Like, he can't win. Yeah. He's not allowed to win. So I, I know there were a couple people that we kind of disqualified, but we allowed them that's, to continue. That's cool, they still wanted to enter them. They can still inspire other yeah. people. I mean, that's yeah, yeah, absolutely. Out. Yeah, and and there was a lot of chatting about it. Um, I mean, I think it's also really great to challenge people to make something that's useful. And then, I mean, we didn't get to talk about the prizes yet, but I I, I will talk about the prizes. Yeah. I, this time, I mean, you guys are going to manufacture. The one, the grand prize winner, we're going to manufacture it at Adafruit, and then DigiKey is going to sell it in their. I don't know what to call it. Their warehouse and their store on their online ecosystem. Yeah. It'll be available via online orders, via fax, via Falcon, via <laughs> with all the right. great things that you can do. Like DigiKey will get it to you any way yes. you want to order. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, it's it's excellent. Um, so we had we did have five runners up, and the, the we had a, a few different categories. So we had something called "You'll Cut Yourself on That Edge," 
that may I go ahead and announce the winners or talk a little bit more about yeah, the why, don't you, yeah, why don't you start with uh, all the folks except for the, the winner we're going to have on in a second. <laughs> so we have this um, a category called You'll Cut Yourself on That Edge. And that was for the project that was the, the most on the edge, the bleeding edge. And so the winner of that was the Junebug project. And there's an article on hackaday.com. I don't know if you can post the link to that, Phil, so that people can look at it. Yeah, I'll see it then because yeah, I don't, keep, I don't keep, want to. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil oh, yeah. the right. And then we had a category: the wireless feather, and that was yeah. the Laura Wan feather yep. was the the winner of that. Sometimes I feel like I want to come back in and give everybody really catchy titles, but it's good to know what something is. The Laura Wan feather, at least, it says what it is. Uh, the same, the spider wing was the weirdest feather. Yeah. And the gesture feather wing was something that, that was pretty cool. We had a, we had a lot of really good entries in the assistive tech um, category. And we picked the gesture feather wing just because it was interesting, the most, the most well thought out and probably the best project in that category. But we hadn't seen a lot of stuff with gesture devices before. Yep. And finally, we had the retro feather category, and that was a serial to featherboard, which was with the DV9 Heather. Yeah. Classic. Very so, classic. Classic. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and, I'm, I'm going to myself. I do actually remember those, but. And one note about the assistive tech. So that was a big surprise for us in the last few years. Like, we're not an assistive technology company, but when you make something so easy to use, and it could be distributed to others. So there's so many things that you get when you start doing stuff with like Feather and CircuitPython that um, like Bill Binko um, from AT Makers does a lot of stuff with Feathers. There's things that people specifically made for assistive technology. So that's always really neat to see. I think maybe next year, if we do another contest, we could do one for all the different types of assistive technology. Like there's enough stuff going on just with Feather alone. Absolutely, I know yeah. That's a Hackaday Prize um, thing, but that's always good to see because Imagining what you can do with technology that can help others, and right. we're all going to need sure. assistive tech one day. Um, that was really good to see. Very, very heartwarming, and makes me have some hope. <laughs> um, while you mentioned Bill, I'm going to give a shout out. Thank you, Bill, for judging, and thank you to Tom and Dan Hackaday writers who also helped to judge. So, yeah, that was awesome. Good job. All right, so okay, we're done. That's it, right? Oh no, wait. <laughs> we're not totally done. Oh yeah, there's a. So, so who's getting their thing manufactured? Yes. Um, oh, you want me to announce oh, yeah. it? It's you. You're, you're oh, the yeah. contest winner. Okay. The, the contest winner, it's the open book. And this is an e-paper display that's open source. It's really, really well designed, really well documented. And the winner's name is Joey Castillo. And there it is. Hey, Joey. Oh, yeah. How's it going? Congratulations. <laughs> Yay. All right. Congrats, Joey. Thank you. I mean, it's kind of funny that like this project has always been like the feather ecosystem has enabled this from the beginning. Like I'm actually holding like the first ebook featherwing prototype that I made, which didn't have like any processor. It just used a feather M4. But the ability to like start with the feather as like the baseline like to, uh, machine and then like have this thing with the peripherals really helped me to come up like hone the ideas in and figure it out and make this thing. So yeah, uh, I, I actually want to show some of the latest. Uh, yeah. Least and greatest view. If I can share my. Uh, yeah. If you share your screen, I'll uh, I'll bring it in. 
and we can. Uh, oh yeah, that's how I do this. Uh, one, just one, sorry, yeah, I just take your time. I, I can uh, I can put in some filler. So one of the things we're going to do is Sophie and Joe are going to come out. We're going to film um, the like maybe history of it, a little talking about some design considerations with Lady Ada, and then of course we're also going to manufacture it. So we might do a couple videos so folks can get an idea of what it's like to manufacture something like this. And Joe, did you share your screen? Yeah, I'm almost there. <laughs> there we go. All right. Can, can you all see the? Well, not yet. I don't see your Joe's screen. So you hit the screen oh, share no. button. It is. I'm going to have to select the window. OK. Cool. All right. Um, we did it. We did it. So yeah, so um, I feel like I've been doing all these demos that have been like, you know, this function or that function and playing with grayscale mode. But I kind of buckled down and uh, got this uh, kind of, I call it minimum viable book. And it's a demo showing, um, these are all like uh, files on an SD card. So it's actually uh, loading the document from the SD card. You can see that it, um, you can page through. I've got this little like indicator of your position within the text at the bottom. Yep. Um, and this is all open source. I just posted it to Twitter. Uh, it's uh, on GitHub. Yep. Uh, it's one of the examples in the open book repository. Um, and yeah, one of the things I wanted to do with this is showcase uh, books in other languages, like because the Babel chip, it's, it's, uh, the idea was this two megabyte chip on the back that does all of the uh, GNU Unifont, all the languages of the world. Um, so these are all public domain texts uh, in various languages. And so this is um, a short story called How Much Land Does a Man Need by Tolstoy. It's a really great short story. I read it in translation. But here, if you wanted to read it in the original uh, Russian, you could uh, do that with, uh, mm. with the open book. Nice. So, yeah, that's uh, that's kind of the demo that I wanted to uh, to share because it feels like finally the hardware is in a state and the, the yeah. underlying library software is in a state where I can start to start to pull all the pieces together, and I, I think people will be able to do other amazing things that I can't even anticipate with it. Looks great. I, I think that you just you just, it's always great to talk to people, um, read their comments because they always say the thing that's like when you once you hear it you're like oh yeah like when we made Feather we didn't ever think we never said oh one day there's going to be a, you know an open source ebook reader but that's what happens when you do open source and you share like stuff like this happens so um well, and that's one thing that i, I think like i really need to shout out everyone like at adafruit and beyond adafruit who has put this open source software into the world because one person can't make an open source ebook reader i was leaning on so many open source libraries and learning from so many open source schematics it's like this, this amazing resource that we're all kind of pulling together uh, by by putting it out there in the open source world and letting us letting each other learn from it and build on it, it's yeah, it's amazing. Like, Amazon has a bunch of nice people who work there, I'm sure. Uh, however, they're not going to give up Kindle. You know, we're not going to be able to like build upon Kindle. Um, in fact, they that's I don't even know if they think about like what Kindle could be if it was a little bit more open. But we can start from an an, an open place and bring in a lot of people. And I like that the. Hardware is open. The text that you're doing, you know, that's be public domain because, like, you know, we we'd all get some C and Ds. So it's really neat <laughs> that you've been able to do a piece of hardware that's also a cause, but also something physical. So thank you so much. And just as a side note, just about public domain, in the, my quest to find public domain text from around, like, you know, around the world, it was exposing me to like all kinds of text that I would not normally like seek out. And I think that if this tool could, like, the public domain is going to expand every year, starting in like. January, like 1925, 1926. We're going to have so much of our culture just coming back into the commons. And I think it'd be exciting if this device could be a part of, you know, popularizing that. Let's let's go back and like 
see what we're, what we what we what we have now in the public domain. Yeah. Yeah. Every I mean, year we have public domain. Sherlock now. Holmes is public domain right now. You can read one one of the things that a lot of people are familiar with on an open source device very soon. So, all right. Well, thank you so much, Joey. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Sophie, Sophie for organizing this amazing yeah. contest. What a what a what a fantastic bunch of folks who put their cool projects up. Um, check out the Hackaday Post, hackaday.com. It's on there right now. We'll talk about this on our show. And uh, Joey and Sophie, we'll see you here at the Adafruit Factory pretty soon. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, folks. Okay, folks. We're going to go to some Adafruit peeps. So we do have to still get out of here at 7.55. It took two minutes to show up. Yeah, everybody speed round tonight. Speed round tonight. Hello. Uh, So what I've got here, turns out it is a serial comparator. There's inputs here on the bottom. It's kind of large. I got this from Goodwill, and I saw the front plate, and I was like, that is super stylish. That's a nice front plate. Um, Yeah, so uh, if you think that's cool, let's look on the inside. Turns out it's like a custom serial comparator that's all wire-wrapped. So you can see, like, they tied everything down. It's, like, really nicely done. And then they have this, like, proto-board that's doing it. Yeah, Um, that's so cool. Yeah, so I love this enclosure, and I, I offered it to the museum, uh, the Living Computer Museum, and they were like, no, we don't want it. So I was thinking... We have like 18 of those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's kind of big. Um, but I think what I'll do is I'll actually, like, multimeter it out so to figure out what everything is connected to it and basically make a schematic and then disassemble it. And I think I want to make, like, a, a sequencer, like a drum sequencer, so I can, like, yeah, that's you know, fun. turn off and on beats. Well, then, I like that it's eight, it's four voices by eight beats, so you're set. Well, you can change it because there's this word length, right? So you oh. could do it like two measures or like six measures or like just one complete thing as well. Um, cool. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm curious to, to start hacking that and figure out like what it is actually currently doing before I tear it apart and, and use All it for right. other things. Looks right. good. Thank you so much, thanks, Scott. Scott. And uh, congrats on another Circuit Python beta. Yeah, thanks to Dan for making it. All right. All right, next okay, up. Speed round. Nine Pedro. Pedro. What you got going this week? Yeah, hey, what's up, folks? This week we have a mirror, an infinity mirror. So let me turn it's it on. All right. All right, so there's the effect. Uh, on the inside, uh, we have the Itsy Bitsy NRF52840. Pedro, do you want to hold it for me while I demo? Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to use the iOS app, uh, the Bluefruit Connect app for iOS or Android, and we can change the colors. It's written in CircuitPython. It's kind of piggybacking off of last week's project. Yeah. And this is fun, like a coaster. Yeah. It could be a coaster if you like, or it could be a mirror. That was the original uh, idea. Hey, it's me looking at me. Yeah. Me. Well, so the there. With, uh, when you're making little videos for science fiction effects, because that's hard to. Yeah. I love it. I like the yeah. I like the little swirl effect. It's nice. Yeah, I had two of them, and I was like kind of doing little Mickey ears with it. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And, and then uh, Pedro's got some preview of Valentine's Day project. I remind everybody, start working on those now. I was working on a PCB version of that, so everybody start your heart projects now. Heart. Yeah, let's turn it into <laughs> our maker holiday. Yeah. Yeah. It's a holiday. Yeah, yeah. totally. Lots of love. Cool. So right. uh, the learn guide is out. We have a video, and we did 3D Hangouts this morning. Yep. We'll be showing off uh, a couple of videos today. Excellent. Thanks. Thanks. Thank you, and then Pedro. All right, next up, JP. This time, 
Hey guys, uh, yeah, this time it's really supposed to be me. Uh, so I just published a uh, guide to doing the USB HID volume controller, and I showed it uh, last time, this version on the breadboard, and there's nothing more miserable than trying to use a rotary encoder on a breadboard because all they want to do is pop out. So uh, I built this version, and this uses our Permaproto Gizmo on Circuit Playground Blue Fruit, and now I can, uh, let's see if I can get the glare off of there, I can change the volume and mute with this. And I'll give you a, a quick live demo if I uh, play a little Bartle Beats. Yeah, we'll also show this on, the, on Ask an Engineer tonight too. So. Excellent. The volume up, volume down. Yeah, that's powerful. I love these little permaprotos. You can also, this is the other way you can use it, which is just hold that yeah. up. <laughs> that is cool. There you go. You can steer like, steer like, like a ship. You can, you should. Yeah. Semi-related on the show, so tune yep. in. Uh, one. All right, JP. Okay. Bye. Taking it wireless. That's right. All right, next up. We're gonna go to Liz. Liz. So now we're through our folks. So let's hey, Liz. Hello, Liz. Hey, how's it going? Hi, Liz. Uh, so I've been working on finalizing the code for the updated uh, weather display project in Noe, uh, and we decided to go with kind of like a eight-bit theme. Okay. Um, since we're using the retro case to make it kind yeah. of like an old terminal. Yeah. Um, and so we've got hardware buttons and OB touchscreen to be able to affect the alarms. Uh, and then I've been working on finalizing the uh, Bluetooth synth that I showed like two weeks ago. Um, and I've got a proto board version. And I uh, added the Stemma speaker, make it a little louder. And I also did a PCB. Um, try and heat it up a bit. Um, so that's what I've been working on. All right. There's a lot of ex exciting Circuit Python things happening yes. over at Blitz House. Yeah. All right. Sweet. All right. Thank you so Thanks, much. Thanks, Phil. Need an emergency pen. My pen just died. That's right. Okay. Next up, we're going to okay. go to Matt. Hello, Matt. Hey, Matt. Hi. How's it going? Good. Um, I so, see that you have the screen here. Do you want me to bring that in? Um, yeah. That actually will be rolled yeah. in a sec. Yeah. Okay. Well, tell me when to bring it up. Sure. Okay, okay, so um, you can bring it up now, actually. Right. Um, Ooh, infinity so map. Mine's uh, pretty similar to uh, John's, except um, basically there's um, a Windows device called a Surface Dial, oh. and I'm using the Bluetooth uh, uh, Circuit Playground to now, it's just an HID device, so now I can use this to say I can go to the scroll, and now I can uh, scroll a page. I don't have a fancy rotary encoder on mine yet. That's the next step. Oh, this is cool. So you, when but you press the I button, can... you can change what you want the rotary encoder to do, like volume, scrolling, and then yep. you select it. So it's like a quick multi-use yeah. effect. Interesting, I've never seen this before. Yeah, it's, um, I mean, the device Microsoft sells is I think $100, and it's really just a fancy rotary encoder communicating over HID, the real stuff is happening on the Windows 10. Yeah. This is a, so like, now I can uh, change my volume too. The low cost DIY version. Yeah. Oh, Interesting, cool. neat. Okay, cool. Well, that's a nice DIY version of the Surface Dial. Yeah, and um, if you're up for it, um, you know, we'll send you a sticker, just email support at .com. And if there's um, any way that we can help get this project out in the world, uh, we could do a learn guide, whatever, just email PT at it for my email address. Um, cool. And uh, we'll, uh, or if it's somewhere out there in the world like GitHub, we could do a blog post about it. Nice work, Matt. 
Thank you, Thanks. Matt. All right. All right. Thank you. Next All right. Up, next we're up, we're going to go to Drew. Hey, Drew. Hello. I'm. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah. Cool. Um, so unfortunately, Helen's not here. I'm in back in Chicago for a visit, uh, but I have an updated version of her uh, of the uh, flexible capacitive touch band that we designed. Uh, and this time, we used the rounded traces plugin in KiCad, so it has nice rounded traces. Is that nice rounded traces? Um, and a little while ago, I did a uh, the flexible um, L, uh, battery tester. So I did another version where it has a slot the coin still goes in. Oh, so, nice. And then it lights up there. And then finally, this is going to be on people's wrists come March in New York City. So this yeah. is the first prototype of the Open Harbor Summit badge. This is uh, number 100 of the Circuit Python board. So yeah, we'll be assembling badge watch. Yes. Yeah. It's like a wedge, we, half watch, half badge. Yeah, yes. and uh, this will also. Uh, I saw the kind of hot off the press Twitter photos where we're going to show this tonight on Ask an Engineer as well. Awesome, cool. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that that sound means uh, your time's up now. <laughs> 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 All right. Thank you so All much. Thanks, Joe. Great fun. Okay. Next up, Coding Pro. Hello, can you hear me? I'm here with Gus the Green LED. Okay. Um, yeah. So this um, week I've been working on a new bot for Adafruit Discord server. Let me just share the screen. Is it Shopbot? Uh, yeah, it's Shopbot. All right. All of a sudden, macOS Catalina is getting mad at me for that's right. Letting that's, Chrome share my screen. There's that's a, a there's a bug in it, and when you have to show live demos, Catalina doesn't work. Even if yeah. you're running like Windows 10 or Linux. Do you want us to come back yeah. to you? Uh, mm -hmm. Sure, sure. Okay, so we're gonna go to Richard now. Hey, Hi, Richard. Richard. Hey guys, um, so uh, I've been working on this with the Pi Portal, um, basically to do, um, I'm doing a, a guide on how to write, uh, basically kind of like a, a, a user interface. Um, so this has multiple tabs here. Um, I've got changing, different um, images and also uh, showing sensor data, playing sounds. Um, and then the on off switch controls the NeoPixel in the back and then the button switches the NeoPixel colors. So this is all a guide I'm hoping I'm gonna have all done uh, by the end of the week um, so other people can make this kind of stuff. Nice. All right, very cyberpunk as we sit over email when you send us a preview, thank you. All right, Coding Pro, Okay. Back to you, go back to your screen. Okay. And, uh, if we can keep it like a minute-ish, uh, we can get sure. there. Okay, so um, my latest project is this green up there. Okay, there. My latest project is this shop bot here for the Adafruit Discord server. So I just added some simple features right now. So uh, first one was product. So uh, we're gonna use product 146. It's simple. Oh, nice. it pops it up, shows the price, if it's in stock, and it's ID. There's less items in stock. It shows the amount of items that are in stock. Oh, cool. Um, then we have random. It gives you a completely random item from <laughs> Adafruit Shop. That is kind of random. That okay. is good. <laughs> uh, then we have search. We're going to search the Draudio kit. It just searches by uh, first... Like it just searches by the name. It's uh, a simple search. It just chooses the first item on the API, or the oldest item. It's not that great, but to view more results, you can click there always. And uh, then I think that's all for that. Uh, then we have this other feature. So we're gonna 
copy this product right here yeah. and say we're related for Discord server and you're communicating about some project. Yeah, let's say if I'm going to say, wanna, like, what about this thing? You don't want <laughs> to uh, have to, like, look up all the information. Well, this just did it. Let's pretend that's not there. Yeah. And then we just press this check mark and then it uh, pops up with information. Got it. And right now I'm working on that for GitHub too. So when you paste that in, um, it'll send you information. It's basically the same thing as this for now. This one's a bit different. I like and how Joey's uh, photo for um, GitHub is like the author photo on the back of a, yeah, of a book. Yeah. Good work, Joey. Oh, and this then, is great. Yeah. His best selling book. There's this uh, one last thing. It's oh. called tags. This is uh, only admins on the Adafruit server have access to this right now, and me. It's just new tag, let's say GitHub, or let's try test for now. And then I'll set it to one, two, three. So whenever um, someone needs support for a specific thing, you can create a tag, but for now we're just doing a test. So when I type exclamation mark test, the bot will respond with one, two, three. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. All right. Well, this is a great and very useful bot. Uh, yeah. Nice yeah. work on this coding pro. You're really getting very good at bot stuff. Like you're like a bot pro. Yeah. Lord of bots. Thank you. Yeah, good work. We'll, All right, nice we'll work. keep you going with stickers. Um, <laughs> you know, one of the things I just read today, um, there's a lot of people that were, you know, they were using Slack for open source communities, but there's then there's mm -hmm. a lot. And so yeah. Discord is one of the places um, we were early on. Uh, Scott and uh, Katney in particular helped us get that going. And it's neat to see the type of information that people can get. Because a lot of people are on phones. They might be like texting and Discord works in all those places. And the more yeah. you can give people with the minimal amount of typing, the better. And the, these bots really help. So thank you um, for making these nice tools for everyone in the channel. Because a lot of it is just like, oh, I have this. Where do I get help for that? Or what should I get? And it's it just makes it easier for everybody. So thank you. You're welcome. Bye. All right. Oh, that's everybody. All right. Thanks, everybody. Okay, that's our show for tonight. Perfect timing. Woo! Exciting. It was like um, I know speed round, but we did get to everybody. I it was to. like the Oscars, the Academy Awards, the Grammys, the Tonys, all in one tonight. I know. I'd like to thank the, 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 the sources. I, what, what, yeah, we wanted to do an the open Webby's. source. We wanted to do um, no the Webby's. Uh, that that is a thing. We wanted to do a open source award thing, and it would be called the Mitch Altman Open Source Awards. Right. And the first one, we just give it to Mitch. Right. But then after that, then yeah, the second <laughs> uh, annual. That's the idea. The second annual would be everybody after Mitch. After that. he can't win it twice. True. So, okay, we'll see everybody on Ask an Engineer in just a few minutes. We do show until every single week, seven thirty p.m. Eastern time. Thank you so much for sharing your projects and more with us. It's our favorite half an hour of the week every single week. Ask Engineer starts in two and two. Two and two minutes. Two, uh, two, minutes. Okay. two minutes. Thanks, everybody. Bye. See you soon.